Imagine if you could overhear private, unfiltered conversations between the world's most influential and inspirational women. Now you can. Welcome to Leadership Global, where you'll hear from inspiring leaders who will help you define your vision, grow your leadership, expand your influence, and increase your impact to leave a lasting legacy. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Lead Hership Global Podcast. We are so happy that all of you have joined us today for another episode of Lead Hership Global. And today, I am so excited to introduce to you Deb Creer, the president of Wise Women Communications, a full-service marketing and PR relations firm. So, so excited to dive into today's conversation with Deb, which is the secrets of personal branding on social media. And that's a topic I think we all struggle with at times, really understanding what a dynamic, powerful social media profile looks like to express ourselves and to communicate our brand. You know, your social media profile may now be just as important as your resume, especially if you're looking for a new job or you're looking to change careers. In fact, did you know that 85% of employers are currently using social media networks like LinkedIn and Facebook and Twitter for hiring? And that's according to a survey by JobBite. Nearly 60% of employers have hired through social media networks. So it's clear that employers are frequently using social media networks to find candidates for employment rather than going through resumes or searching job websites. And whether you're trying to simply get more exposure online, find your next career opportunity or connect with your customers, or maybe just improve your online reputation, Social networking profiles are absolutely key. Think of a social media profile as almost a landing page for your personal brand. And this landing page is the first encounter that someone is going to have with your brand. So you want that first impression to make the visitor interested to get to know you even more. But how? How can you develop a compelling online brand for yourself? How can you define the areas in which you specialize and then distinguish yourself from others and persuasively convey the value that you can bring and have brought to past employers? Well, today we'll talk with Deb Creer, president of Wise Women Communications, LinkedIn strategist, marketing professional, social media advisor, professional speaker, and trainer about the secrets of crafting a social media profile that helps you get found, helps you showcase your business credibility and stand out from the competition. Today, Deb will help you create a social media profile that helps you engage with people who often become valuable connections and customers and maybe your next employer. So thank you, Deb, for being here with us. But let me tell you a little bit about Deb before we get started. Deb Creer is an unabashed connector with information, knowledge, and resources to help people become more successful in business and in life. 
She's a LinkedIn strategist, a marketing professional, a social media advisor, professional speaker, trainer. And since 2011, Deb has hosted the Business Power Hour podcast. And she is absolutely in love with talking with her guests about a whole variety of business topics. Deb is president of Wise Women Communications. I've got to tell you, if you are in the market for wise marketing or public relations counsel, you've got to seek out Deb Creer. Deb, thank you for being with us here today. Well, thank you so much, Linda. You know, it's it's fun. We're like on the same wavelength on on everything you were saying. Um, you know, and and I love being a guest. Um, being a guest. I mean, you know, you mentioned I have a podcast. It's always so much fun to be the interviewee as opposed to the interviewer. But you know, what excites me so much about this is because it's leadership global. Um, you know, I'm a fairly new member, and holy schmoly. Is it a rockin' organization? Um, you know, and and so when you asked if I would be a guest, it was like, yep, yep, sure, mm-hmm, sign me up. Um, because to you know, it is it is such a great organization with absolutely fabulous members, and so anything I can do to help them, I am more than happy to do. Thank you so much, Deb. And already, I think you have made a name for yourself within our global community because you've been so generous in sharing your expertise and your knowledge and your experience. So let's start there. Tell us a little bit about your journey. What's led you to have such passion around personal branding across social media platforms? Sure. Uh, you know, I started really, I, I initially started on LinkedIn, um, which is the the one that, you know, many, that many people start on that platform because we were looking for a job, right? And so we were told, we'll go to LinkedIn, set up your resume. But when I, you know, so I, as you said, I have my own PR firm and, and marketing firm and social media is simply another marketing tool. And, you know, so that's what I use it for is, you know, whether we're marketing our products or our services or, in this case, we're marketing ourselves. I mean, you know, it seems kind of weird to say, but we are the product. And social media is an absolutely fabulous tool to get our message out there. Um, you know, and, and it's just something that I, I love to do. You know, I tell people if I never had to send out another press release, yeah. Um, you know, we design websites, yeah. Um, I like, and maybe it's because of the word social. Hello, I am Miss Social Butterfly. Um, you know, and and so I really love using social media as a great great way to promote products, services, and ourselves. Oh, that's so uh, true. It really is now the social connector between people. But, but let's level set. How can someone even begin thinking about their personal brand? Um, how can they communicate what that brand platform is across social media? Right. Well, the first thing you absolutely have to start with is why are you doing it? Um, you know, are you looking for a job? Are you an executive who's wanting to become a thought leader? Are you in sales and you're wanting to connect with clients and, and customers? So that really is the first thing. I mean, you know, we that's that's a basic rule of marketing is why. Why are you doing something? So figure that out first because that's what's going to help you not only decide what market, you know, what platforms you're going to be on. It's also going to help you decide obviously what your message is going to be. And so you really do have to sit down and figure out why. And it's not just because somebody told you to, 
because everybody else is, you know, uh, no, no. What is your why as to why you're doing it? And, you know, in some cases it might be, that's not my why. I'm not going to be there. Yeah, that makes all kinds of sense. So talk to me about the concept of a personal brand and talk to me about how someone can even begin thinking about what their personal brand is and what they stand for. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, yeah, the basics of a brand is what does someone think about? What attributes when they hear about that brand? Um, you know, is it, uh, you know, like with, with Nike, the first thing we think about with Nike is their tagline, just do it. But then you might also think about their products that they provide, maybe their philanthropic efforts. Um, some people don't like some of the things that that brand does, um, you know, and, and so really think about you know, all of those various things that you want to be known for. And, you know, one of the, the hardest things is, or, or maybe it's the easiest, depends on how you're coming to, you know, ask other people. You know, you'd say, hey, Linda, you know, what do you think about when you think about me? And sometimes it's very surprising because, you know, we don't always, you know, and it can be a positive and a negative. I mean, somebody might say that, gee, I talk too much, Um, you know, but they also might say I'm a great connector. You know, I'm very empathetic, you know, all of those various things. And so that really is one of the places to start is to find out what other people think about you as that brand. And we all have a personal brand. You know, it doesn't matter whether it's, you know, in business you know, all of those various things we have, you know, people think about you. They think about, oh, you know, oh, this is that person who's a great volunteer, a great parent, a great spouse, a great, you know, employee, a great business owner. We all have a personal brand. So the important thing is to make sure that the personal brand that is out there is what we want it to be and not what somebody else has made it to be or what we've kind of let it be by default. I love that. That's really smart. So be intentional mm-hmm. and purposeful yes. in terms of how you want to show up mm-hmm. and what you want your own personal brand to stand right. for. Mm-hmm. So really think about what it is that you want to represent in the most authentic, genuine way. And as you begin to describe that, make sure that every interaction and every platform that you're across adheres to that personal brand that you have intentionally crafted for yourself. So smart. And, you know, although every single social media platform is a little unique, can you explain what some of the basic recommendations are to ensure that your profile is complete and compelling? You know, most social media platforms have things like a display name, a username, a URL, a profile pic, a link, a bio. So starting there, even things like your interests or your background or the cover image, your privacy settings, what are some of the basics that we should be thinking about in creating a social media platform? Well, the first thing is to actually figure out where you want to be. Um, You know, there's so many different platforms. I'm not on Instagram. I'm not on TikTok. I'm not on any of the the newer type of things. Um, you know, I'm I'm predominantly on LinkedIn, Facebook, and I have a presence on Twitter. That's it. You know, and, and part of that is because I oh I do have um, uh, Clubhouse. I have a Clubhouse profile that I haven't done anything with, but you know, it's those. That's it. Those are the only places that that I exist in the social media world. Partially because I am the kid with bright, shiny objects. If I tried to be in more places, I would go down every one of those rabbit holes 
and you know be watching cute cat videos forever and and you know so it, it is you do need to focus i mean so that that comes kind of back to your why you know who are you trying to reach with your message i mean you know if you're trying to reach a younger group of people then you probably do need to be on tiktok you do need to be on on some of those other platforms but you know you do need to have consistent branding especially the the professional part of you. So, you know, I I you know mentioned LinkedIn and Facebook. I do have a business page on Facebook and that image it matches is the same exact image that I have on LinkedIn. It's the same exact image that I have on Twitter. The backgrounds to those profiles are the same ones. I mean, you know, obviously resized, but they so so that's the consistency that you mentioned, you know, having that consistent branding. Now, it's not to say you can't have a little bit of fun with things. I mean, like my personal page on Facebook, it is, it's a picture taken by the same professional photographer at the same time, but it is obviously much more casual, um, you know, and, and it's still, you know, it's, it's a professional picture, one that I would not be in, in any way embarrassed for a business person to see, but, you know, I, I'm, it's, I'm sitting on a chair. It's, it's just much more casual. So, but that also, you know, on my personal page, I have a little bit more fun. Now I am always professional, you know, and, and it's funny people, some people might argue with me on that, but you know, I'm not going to post politics. Now I'm going to post about my dog. I'm going to post about vacations. I am going to post, you know, some of those fun things, but I tell people no matter where you are, whatever the platform is, plan on your partner, your minister, your mother, your next employer, and your best client seeing it. So don't ever have anything out there that you don't want the world to see, um, no matter what your privacy settings are. You know, and, and those can, can obviously change, and those are you know, very clearly personal preferences. I do have everything pretty wide open on my own things, but that's because I do this, and so I want people to be able to find me. But you know, you do want to tweak those so that they they do give you um, exactly what you need. Clearly, things like Twitter, Twitter is wide open. You know, there's there's not a way to to you know kind of tweak things and, and set those things. But one of the fun things about Twitter is you can have additional accounts. The thing with Facebook and with LinkedIn is by their terms of service, you are allowed one. And so it's not, well, gee, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to have a LinkedIn account for looking for jobs. I'm going to have a LinkedIn account for this. I mean, yeah, yeah. Um, and don't play those games, people, because if they figure it out, I mean, and, and their algorithms are pretty sophisticated. You could lose all the access and you don't want to do that. You spend a lot of time building up your contacts. So just play by their rules. It's their toy, play by their rules. Um, but on Twitter, you can have multiple accounts. So if you want to have a little more fun, you might have a Twitter feed that nobody can really find unless you want them to. Um, you know, maybe that's the one that you follow all of the hip hop artists or, you know, whatever. And, and so you can do that. But, you know, always, again, be thinking about it is your professional image that you're putting out there. So, you know, one of the things on, on Facebook in particular that I made sure that I have turned off is tagging. You know, if someone tags me in a post, what that does in, in uh, normal is that would show up on my newsfeed. I don't want that to happen. I only want it to happen if I give permission. And so I, I have to approve that tag. And, you know, what happens is people tag you for good and bad reasons. You know, they might be tagging us at, you know, business event we went to, family reunion, and that's fine. I don't mind those pictures being seen. 
But, you know, I've, I've also had people tag me in political posts because they want that to show up. I've had them tag me in things that I don't want anybody affiliated with. And those actually get reported to, to Facebook. Um, so, you know, that is one of the settings. And, and the, the thing about most social media is everything is open you want to go in and, and tweak your privacy settings. And then if you've done that, anytime any of the platforms undergo some of the big changes they do, go back and double check because sometimes they default back to being wide open. And, you know, and, and if you wanted your, your uh, say, your, your Facebook post to always be private, just make sure that, you know, only your friends or however you said it are there. So, you know, it's kind of an ongoing thing, but, you know, just for, especially for your professional presence, have that consistency. You know, don't make people go, is this the same person I just saw on LinkedIn? You want to have consistency. Yeah, really smart. And let's talk about activity level on social media. You mentioned that, you know, you have a very consistent profile across all social media platforms and you have very purposefully and intentionally left your profiles incredibly open. But just because you have a social media profile that's been published, that doesn't necessarily mean that you're cultivating relationships and connections and really building a network. And it also doesn't mean that you are cultivating any kind of presence or thought leadership across social media. So once your profile is set up and fully complete, it seems like your ongoing mission from that point forward is to maintain a healthy level of activity on your main social media networks. You can ask questions, respond to comments, and provide value by posting, you know, interesting ideas or at least sharing interesting and relevant things that you find that reinforce your own personal brand. But how much time should you devote to social media activity by platform? Right. Well, of course, the big one from the professional perspective is LinkedIn. And I tell people, you know, 15 minutes a day really is enough. Um, you know, now the, the cool thing about LinkedIn, even though it has, it's approaching 800 million members worldwide. I mean, it's, it's the big dog on the block and, you know, yes, there are more Facebook people, but you know, for, from a professional perspective, LinkedIn, but it's actually a very small percentage of people who are active on LinkedIn. And, and more importantly, it's a very small percentage of people who are posting and are commenting and things like that. So when you do post, it stands out. When you comment on somebody, it stands out. Um, you know, and, and so that's where you want to be active. Now, you know, don't panic, people. This is a post a day. I mean, you know, this is this is, you know, and, and even if that that might, you know, you don't even have to do that. When you first start out, start with a post a week then do three posts, you know? So you do a Monday, Wednesday, Friday post, and then you move into to posting once a day because the important thing is that you're posting great content and not just, oh my gosh, it's Thursday and I have to post. Um, you know, I think we've all seen posts where like, eh, you know, this was pretty boring today. So if there's nothing that you're really wanting to post about, don't post. Um, but, you know, be, be going to other people's profiles, reading what they posted, comment on those, Comment on some of the people that are thought leaders, you know, those who, you know, maybe would never, ever pay attention to you. I shouldn't say it that way. They, they might not connect with you, but it's okay. I mean, you know, if they post, please go and, and comment on their post because it's also seen by the other people who are there. And so that's kind of raising your visibility. 
Facebook, I mean, you know, you'll you'll figure out if you post too much, you'll start losing friends. Um, but again, you want to be posting content that people find interesting. You know, if they find, you know, the, the travel blogs of my little fuzzy dog that I, I take with me, they like those. So I post those. Um, you know, obviously I'd never post something like that on LinkedIn. But you know, if you're posting too much, you'll start losing connections. Um, you know, and and but it, you do have to have some presence there because of the algorithms of the various platforms. If you're not using it, it's not going to show your posts the next time you post. Because why should it? You know, you you're not gonna you, you know it 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 you know LinkedIn, Facebook, all of those. Those platforms like to promote the people who are active. So if you're posting, commenting, sharing, liking, all of those various things on a fairly regular basis, your own information will come up more often. But yeah, don't ever feel like you're forcing it. The second you feel like you're forcing it, not, don't post that day or maybe that week. I mean, you know, everybody has an off week. Yeah, really smart. And I think that it is about finding the quality content that you legitimately want to share with your mm-hmm. network. Right. And then that helps you determine sort of the schedule of posting. It's not posting for the sake of posting, but it's about sharing relevant uh, content that's really valuable and that represents your brand right. to your audience. Right. I love that. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and you mentioned the word schedule. One of the things that people say is when, you know, I mean, there are studies that will say 2 p.m. on Easter. <laughs> you know, post post when you think the people that are are connected with you are online. Um, and then another you know, another thing regarding schedule is you might develop what we call in the in the PR world a media schedule, so that every Monday you post about an industry article, every Tuesday you post about something fun that's going on in the world around you. you know, and so what that does is it also makes it easier for you to find content. If you know that, okay, every Wednesday I'm going to post, maybe, you know, you, know, you might have a recipe. You might have a, you know, a quote of the week. Then you know those. And the cool thing is you can also use their scheduling, you know, or various scheduling programs. I mean, you can do several posts all at once and just schedule them out. Yes, really smart. And so let's talk about promoting your social media profile and your posts. So, you know, we've talked about posting and how often and when, but what do you recommend in terms of posting articles, news, and information across social media platforms? Should we rely on organic marketing or should you invest in paid marketing to boost your posts and reach a larger audience? I don't boost a lot of posts. Uh, you know, and 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 it varies, obviously, depending on what you're doing. Now, for just your own stuff, you you know, it, you you can't uh, boost and you can't pay. Um, you know, it, it has to be from business pages that that you're paying. You know, there are times where, say, we're uh, working with a client who is opening a new facility. Okay, we might do a boosted post or a paid ad to ask people to and invite people to an open house. Um, you know, the nice thing about all of the platforms for when when they offer advertising is they that's where they make their money. So they want to be good at it. So they're very helpful. Uh, you know, they've, they but but you can drill down into getting very, very specific niches. And again, you have to know why you're there. So, you know, you can get uh, very, you can do sex, you can do age, you can do income, you can do proximity, you can do zip code, all of these various things. And, you know, the first thought is, well, I want everybody to see it. I want everybody in the world to see my message. No, 
everybody is not who needs to hear it. So if you, you know, and, and so keep drilling down until it's like, okay, these are the thousand people that it would be nice if they saw my message. That's where I'm going to, to boost that post. Yeah, I don't pay an awful lot. I, re- I rely much more on, on organic, um, both for me and, and for my clients. I love that. And so when you think about all these things, mm-hmm. what your personal brand is, how to represent it online, how to build an audience, when to post, how to post, whether or not you promote your posts, what are some of the biggest mistakes that you've seen professionals make in their personal branding on social media? What are the key pieces of advice that you would give someone in rethinking their social media presence and their personal brand online? I mean, the first one is what we've been saying, figure out where you need to be. You know, one of the the things that people get too caught up in is there's a new platform, I must be there. Now you might want to, to, set up something there just so you saved your name. That's, you know, I mentioned Clubhouse. I have a Clubhouse account simply so I have my name on Clubhouse. Then if it really takes off and it seems like, you know, it's something that I want to use, I don't have to worry about, oops, my name is no longer available. Um, But, you know, figure out where you need to be and don't be so scattered. You know, I have people that come up and and their little eyes are, you know, deer in headlights and they're like, oh, I'm on Twitter, I'm on here. And their head explodes. You know, if you're only on LinkedIn or only on Facebook or, you know, all those various things, if it's working for you, that's what matters. Um, You know, and and again, you want to be consistent with your messaging. And remember, you always have to be professional. I mean, you know, even when you think you're posting just for your friends and your family, you never know. So, you know, watch that, uh, you know, and, and, you know, at the same point, though, I always want to emphasize that we have to be authentic to ourselves and to our personalities. And clearly, there are issues that people are very passionate about, whether it's the virus, whether it's politics, whether it's college sports, um, you know, all of these various things. We just have to remember that if we post about it, we might drive some people away. So, you know, that that's okay. But on the flip side, I mean, you know, if I'm posting about my beloved University of Colorado Buffalo football team, Maybe I'm going to get more people who like me, you know, because they're, they're, you know, supporters of that. So, you know, it's, it's kind of one of those give and take. But just always remember, if you're posting about something that could be controversial, you might drive people away. Now, might be you didn't want to associate with them anyway. So that's okay. Um, but, you know, always remember, everybody can, you know, has the ability to see it. And, and don't think, oh, you know, I can post it and delete it. Somebody might have printed it. They might have saved it. You know, I've seen too many careers go down in flames. Or you, you know, you mentioned at the very start, you know, this is your resume. So many times, the very first interview, and I put that in, you know, my little air quotes, is that online review. And people go and they look, those hiring managers, you know, there are more people applying for jobs um, than ever. So they're eliminating people simply because of, oh my gosh, you know, they saw on Facebook that you get drunk every weekend. They don't want to deal with that, you know? And and so just always be aware of that. And if it's there, scrub it, get it, get rid of it, delete it. Hopefully nobody has saved it in, in any way, but you know, just, it's always best just always be thinking, okay, what would I do if so-and-so saw this? That's right. So let's switch gears a little bit, Deb. I know that you know, you've had a phenomenally successful career. Um, And along the way, I'm sure that there were um, advisors and mentors and coaches to you that offered really important leadership advice that you 
uh, really embraced and integrated into your own leadership. So what's the most important leadership advice that you've ever received, Deb, that you'd like to share with our audience? Sure. You know, I started my business 25-ish years ago. I always have to actually look at the date to know. But I started it as a part-time thing, a side gig, you know, oh, this would be fun type of thing. And I met with a business coach and she told me that until I took it seriously, no one else would take it seriously. So, you know, I've, I've always remembered that. And, and it's just, you know, and, and, and granted, you know, especially if you're thinking about taking that leap, you might have to do it as a second job for a while. But until you really think of it as a business and not a <clears throat> hobby, <laughs> you know, we, it, we won't, you know, and, and, and neither will anybody else. They'll be going, oh, yeah, you know, there's that, that Deb Creer. She kind of does this for fun. Well, that's not to say it's not fun, but... I need to take it seriously, you know, and, and that really, and I mean, that, that was advice that I got over 25 years ago. Unless we take our business seriously, no one else will. So smart, Deb. I am so grateful for your time today and sharing your wisdom with us. Social media is a must have in today's society. It's no longer a nice to have. It's a must have, especially if you are a professional looking to expand your network connect with others, and build your business. Social media is an absolute must. So thank you for walking us through how to build your personal brand in an online world, how to really think through the decisions of building a digital presence. And I am so grateful for um, sharing such wisdom, such um, incredible uh, expertise with our audience. And if anyone is interested in connecting with Deb Creer, I can tell you she's on LinkedIn. So yeah, you can thank find you. Me. There's only three. <laughs> there you go. And I think I'm the thank only redhead. <laughs> and the only president of Wise Women Communication. This is true. So this is true. Thank you so much, Deb, for your time today. I'm very grateful. Well, thank you so much. This has been absolutely delightful. And, and I, truly, I loved it. And, and this has been wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for joining Leadership Global, a podcast for and about unstoppable women stepping into courage, claiming their power, and embracing bold leadership. Join us each week as we talk to a collection of inspirational women changing the world and tackling the most pressing issues we're facing today as women and as leaders. See you next week. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.